Wildcats, Warriors, Bulldogs, Cavaliers, Bees, Dragons, Panthers, Tigers, Pioneers, Bobcats. The Upper Cumberland's exclusive coaches roundtable. Your teams, your coaches. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Bar Builders. Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, uh, built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the high school playbook. I'm Colin Castleberry with you. So happy for another installment basketball season. It is the final, or it was the final Friday before we head into winter break for teams across the UC. Upperman's girls go 2-0 in Florida, while the boys go 1-1. Monterey splits with Midway and the York boys fall to pj2 last night let's get a rundown of your scoreboard we'll start with the girls action as i mentioned already upperman going 2-0 in ksa tournaments meanwhile stone memorial 59 44 defeats oak ridge in the five star preps classic monterey fell in girls action to midway 50 to 43 jackson topping trousdale by a mere 1.40 to 39 Van Buren in a big way falls to White County, 83-58. The Warriorettes remain undefeated on the season, entering winter break and Christmas tournament play. Cumberland County, a 50-43 win over Clark Range. We'll hear from head coach Kim Cram later on in the program. Cookville, 56-36, got back in the win column after a loss to York on Tuesday. They bounced back to defeat Oakland by 20. Cannon County, a 61-46 winner over DeKalb County. And Franklin County, a 58-49 winner over Warren in girls action. On the other side, the boys, Upperman, going 1-1 in the KSA tournaments down in Orlando. Stone Memorial falls to reigning 3A state champ Fulton, 73-39. That makes back-to-back losses. For the Stone Memorial Panthers, we will talk with head coach Neil Caps about uh, the red-hot start they had and what has gone wrong uh, or just not gone their way in these last two ball games. Monterey, a 66-54 winner over Midway. York playing a boys-only game is defeated by Pope John Paul II, 86-67. Jackson County, a 62 62- 54 winner over Trousdale, so a sweep of Trousdale by Jackson County. White County completes the sweep of Van Buren in your game of the week last night on Sports Radio 104.7, 62-41. Cookville also completing a sweep of Oakland last night, 57-43. Looking forward to speaking with Monterey girls coach Randall Phillips, who, of course, uh, last night, they fall by just seven points. Uh, Coach Phillips is certainly trying to rebuild a culture there at Monterey, not unlike when we got to talk to Will Putnam last week from the Monterey boys team. But what do you say we go ahead, <coughs> excuse me, 
Well, you say we go ahead and travel up Highway 111 now to Livingston, where we will speak with head coaches Leslie Riddle and Jimmy Miller, as well as assistant coach Sells for the girls. The Lady Wildcats and the Wildcats are preparing for a second matchup with Macon County, this time at home. Thank you to everyone of them for joining us. Let's start with Coach Riddle. As we approach winter break, what are you seeing from your team? We're here with uh, assistant coach Sells and head coach Leslie Riddle, a two-for-one special. Uh, coach Riddle, obviously we're approaching winter break. Um, before that, you're going to play Macon County here tonight. Uh, a g- great game the first time you went up there to Macon. What did you learn in that matchup that you hope to carry over tonight? Um, we've got to do a better job of getting the shots that we want. Um, I don't think we executed very well when we played at Macon. I don't know if it was their defense or just early in the season, but we didn't do a good job getting the shots that we want. Of course, Keeley stayed in foul trouble, and she didn't get enough shots at all. Um, so we really need that. But that's something we've been working on is our offensive execution. So hopefully we'll be a little better with that. Over the last several games, we've we've really seen Keeley Mullins start kind of slow, and then she, she almost comes on there in like the late third quarter, early fourth quarter. How do you get her going earlier in ball games to help bolster the offense? Well, actually, we've been working on that. I feel like people are playing her to stop her three-point shot. Uh, everybody knows that's her M.O. at this point. So we've been working to try to get her inside a little more and get her more um, – even post-up shots so and get her to the free throw line a little more so she can score you know, in all three ways. Assistant Coach Sells, uh, for anyone who's been to a game this year, uh, they can probably hear you in the, in the top row. You get very passionate there on the bench. What is, what is the message to these girls uh, here in the early season? Where can they improve in your mind? You know, we still have a relatively young team, but to learn how when you cross the line at the start of the game, to play with passion, energy, effort, just those type of things should be at the highest level at the very start of a game. What do you most look forward to here over the, the winter break, whether it's the trip to Charleston, uh, the ability to practice, and they're not necessarily having to worry about basketball. What's the thing you most look forward to during the break when it comes to this team? Uh, watching them bond over uh, an away trip like that and see them you know, come together and, and not necessarily just be in the basketball gym but watch them um fellowship with each other and and their their families at the same time that's awfully that's awfully cool to watch we'll end with this coach sells and coach riddle will start here with coach sells just what did it mean to finally get back in your home gym finally getting to play some home games uh after probably i think spending over a month there on the road to start the year it was very nice to come back it made you appreciate the fans and and the hometown atmosphere Coach Riddle, for you, just what was it like to finally get back in the gym? That's what I was going to say. The fans were great. Um, you know, for a non-district early in the season, December game, I mean, it was it was near packed. And, uh, I mean, we always wish they'd be a little bit louder, but, you know, that's partly our fault. If we give them something to cheer about, they'll cheer. But um, I was really excited about the student section. And, of course, the girls were a little bit more nervous, you know, the first home game. And they knew that they had a lot more fans that knew who they were. But um, I think we executed well, that, pretty well in that game. And uh, But, yeah, the fans are the most important part. Livingston Academy head coach Jimmy Miller. Coach, last time you faced this team, Macon County was on the road, but you had a lot of success. What would you take from that game that you hope to be able to to put on the floor again tonight? Honestly, I think Macon County is a better team than the score showed when we played them the first time. I think they had a harder time getting going in the first quarter than we did, and and I think we we gained some energy from that and, and kept pushing that score up. I think if that uh, team gets going early, you've got a much more problem with their inside play, and they're very fundamental. Second question, we'll leave it at that. What was it like to just get back home, get to finally have a home game? Uh, you know, it, It's funny. We needed that. We needed it bad. And I think our crowd, when you looked at before the game started, girls and boys, our crowd kind of showed that we needed one. We had, I don't remember an opening non-district game having this many fans in the gym, and it was really neat. Plus, uh, I think we felt really prepared. We had, we've been through some battles and you know, I think 10 games in before we had a home game, and I've not felt that prepared for our first home game in quite some time. So that was actually one positive from it. All right, head coach Jimmy Miller, Livingston Academy, ahead of them taking on Macon County here tonight at home in Durward Vaughn Memorial Gymnasium on 101.9 AM 920. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook. A new storage building to add room. A new space for the animals. From gazebos to garages, it's built Mountain Strong by Mountain Barn Builders. Highway 127 Clark Range. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. 
Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, it's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Eric Mitchell, White County boys basketball coach. Well, he says the story is Trip Pinion, and he is going to stick to that story. That is not to say others have not stepped up, found confidence, and are hefty contributors. But Trip changes the dynamic of any team he steps on the field or the hardwood for, and he certainly has done that over the last two games for the Warriors. Coach Mitchell has pointed that out as he returns now. That is Trip returns in his second game on the year last night. Coach Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me. It's a big-time win for you, your team last night. Trip back for his second game. What did you see from Trip and from your team? Well, I'm not real sure after watching when we played them here without Trip how how we won the second half because we kind of they went to a two three zone we kind of froze up so um, but you know tonight uh, I, sh- I shortened my bench and the kids played through some mistakes Trip was back he played a uh, really good game um, you know but we, we knew we knew who you know we had to guard Lewis and and then and then Scoggins and then uh, that's what we learned from the first game. Because uh, because Lewis can really shoot it, they all can shoot it. And uh, Sullivan, uh, you know, Coach Sullivan's son, he got loose on us a couple times in the second half and hit some big threes. And we we just uh, defensively we were really good and we knocked down some shots tonight. I mean that's that's been and, and Trip was uh, you know kind of the leading factor in that. We we were some catch and shoots where somebody some people's been forcing. So, but it was just a good night and you know especially up there homecoming night. Um, you know, defensively, I thought we were really good. You guys, the last time out when you played them, you were able to get Scoggins in foul trouble. Uh, is that a strategy for you guys? As obviously, uh, you know, I'm not going to call you undersized, but certainly, uh, you know, it's it's not quite the same when you're going up against really good post players. Well, you know, we know he like, he, he can shoot the three, but we know he likes to get downhill, and we try to, uh, you know, have some help side there and, and – uh, you know, Lucas Smith did a good job on him. I thought Cole Sims did a really good job on uh, 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 Lewis. Um, but, you know, Tripp's on the floor, so anything <laughs> that we do is, is better. So, you know, he controls the tempo. I, I may have I may have woed him a little bit too much, as you say, in the second half. But, you know, uh, we, we spent so much energy in the first half and, that, and we're so fired up, I knew – that you know we probably and they were going to make a run and we probably wouldn't shoot the ball as well as we possibly could or we did the first half so but you know we was able to control the tempo and and um you know i i did i don't think i only i played like in the six players maybe seven you know so uh we shortened our bench a little bit and let some kids play through some stakes and and was lucky to get, get out of there with the win we played really well tonight you shorten your bench you go down to six or seven guys in those six or seven guys, of course, is included Trip Pinion. Coming into tonight, you had talked to me about how he's still on a minutes restriction, but that's like trying to cage, you know, a wild tiger, if I may paraphrase, I think, what you said uh, the last time we spoke. What did you see from him tonight in a game where you shortened your bench, therefore his minutes restriction went up or basically maybe completely went away? What did you see from Trip that gave you a lot of confidence, made you feel really, really good about him going forward and, and uh and that ankle. Well, he stayed out of he, he stayed out of foul trouble and he was able to play out the whole game except for the last minute of the third quarter. And he comes up to me started fourth says, Who have I got? And I said, Well you you you're back in. So anyway, but he, he controlled the tempo and uh, he, you know, his ankles his ankles uh he's fully cleared, he's not hundred percent, but you know, he just he he controlled the game basically. We you know he tried to isolate him in the second half and he did a good job, didn't turn it over. But that's that's the thing that trip brings. You know, we were averaging I, we probably had uh, twenty turnovers or more the first time we played him, a lot the second half, and he just he limits that. Um so that's the main thing. I mean when you're when you're when you have twenty something turnovers that's several possessions but you know his passing and his spin moves uh, you know looking good so he's he's going to get back he missed a few layups tonight that he don't normally miss but uh we shot the ball really well and it was because it was a catch and shoot situation because of him so but you know Cole Sims and, and Lucas Smith and 
you know, they played really great defense. Uh, Gage Stevenson is, you know, coming along. And, and Jackson Young played really good tonight. So, And we was able to bring uh, Mason Steele off the bench, and uh, he gave us some good minutes. You've mentioned several times the defense you're able, you're, the defense your team was able to play uh, last night. What does that mean to you as a coach? I know you are absolutely a, a defensive-minded kind of guy. You love to see great defense. So what did it mean to you to see your team against a team that obviously is very capable of scoring and creating opportunities play such good defense? Well, that's funny you say that. My, my, <laughs> I've always been an offensive-minded coach, but the last couple of years we've really concentrated on defense because, you know, uh, my teams have scored a lot of uh, a lot of points over the years. But the last couple of years we've really concentrated on man-to-man uh, a lot. We used to play one-three-one all the time, but you know, um, it's just uh, you know, and 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 we're a bigger school than them, but they've got some skilled shooters. And you know, you know, I told the kids today, I said, look, you're coming into hostile environment. They're a single-A basketball team, but I play single-A. And you only have to put in, – in, in basketball, you only have to put five on the floor. And those five, you've got to be in, in tune, in sync, and you've got, to, you've got to battle. doesn't matter how big the school is, you, you, got, you put five on the floor. In football, you've got to put 11. It's a little different. In baseball, you put nine. But in basketball, you only have to put five, and those kids live in the gym. And we tried to – and we were their homecoming tonight – and I just told them, and all, all those guys are friends, you know, uh, Van Buren, Van Buren and White County, they, uh, they're kind of the same. So we just, we, we tried to really emphasize, um, I wanted Cole Sims to, to not, um, come off Lewis at all, Garen at all, because he's a really good shooter, man. He's a really good player. He, he gets 30 at night. So, um, you know, it, it was just a, it was a fun night tonight. They all played in sync. They all came kind of came together, shortened my bench, um, and it worked out. So we shot it well. How do you carry that momentum from tonight forward? How do you carry good shooting, great defense, uh, and all of that forward as you enter into winter break uh, and obviously tournament season, and, and then beyond into district play? Well, you know, I mean, I, I've all, I've said this all along. There, there's 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 the the preseason, you know, the Hall of Fames, and then and there's before Christmas, then there's Christmas, then there's the district play, and there's tournaments. So there's four there's four levels of of basketball, and you want to be playing your best uh, come tournament time because basketball's a tournament game. Football's not. You got to win now, uh, but basketball, you just need to be playing your best come tournament time. Case in point, last year when we went to the state tournament, um, but these kids—I mean, Trip Trip was on that state tournament team. He's he started two years, but you know, all these other kids are—they've never played. I mean, um, they've never played in varsity games significant minutes, and it's a learning process. Uh, you know, we got our the Frank shootout coming up. Um, you know, and we played Grace Christian out of uh, Knoxville first game. Have been good for a long time. I think they're seven and four now, and. You know, private school, so we we need to be and it's at home, and then we play York, and then we play Tennessee Heat, who has played Livingston, and and they played Upperman last year. They played us, beat us the year before, so they're a good basketball team. So, you know, you just you talk about it, and hopefully they'll gain gain some confidence from playing it. And you know, it's a hostile environment up there. I mean, all single A schools um, and double A schools, and even as far to triple A, they that you know packed house and the rivalries. Every game we play is a rivalry, and then we're you know we're Sparta, and we try to talk about that. So that's hopefully we can carry that on. White County Warriors head boys basketball coach uh, Eric Mitchell, very excited to have him join us, and excited to see Trip Pinion on the floor uh, for them once again. It really does, as Coach Mitchell pointed out, change the entire dynamic of their entire. Uh, ball club for sure so we'll see how they fare going forward again last night white county a sweep of van buren the boys a 60 to 41 win the girls 83 to 58 defeat the lady eagles when we come back we're going to catch up with head coach randall phillips monterey girls basketball i've been excited for this one uh for uh most of the week been very excited to talk about the culture changes uh, the improvement this team has already begun to make, and so much more here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. 
This is the High School Playbook. 60 minutes of X's and O's. 60 minutes of Upper Cumberland Coaches. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, it's the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And now we catch up with Monterey girls basketball coach Randall Phillips taking over a program that has seen an influx of talent but uh, not necessarily uh, done what they want to do with it. Uh, as we discussed last week with boys coach Will Putnam, it's a new culture, new administration, and, of course, new people. Coach Phillips looking to build a program. Coach, thank you so much uh, for joining us. What have you seen from your team early that you've really liked? What we've really liked is the, the willingness to to compete. Uh, we've played hard even when we've been down, even when the ball game has is, is maybe gotten out of reach late. We've continued to play hard, so we've liked that. The things that um, we have learned this, this early part of the season is we will be able to compete someday. We, we're just not quite there yet. I thought it was our youth, but it's, it's really just experience. We have freshmen and sophomores playing a ton of minutes, and the more they play, the better we got. Last night, we uh, completed our first game tip to buzzer with uh, my expectations. We, we came out on the short end. We had three starters foul out last night at the end of the game, but what we put on the floor last night was what we are expecting. How do you keep a, a team where you know you feel like you need everybody? How do you stay out of foul trouble in that way while still playing kind of an aggressive kind of basketball the way you'd like for them to? Yeah, I think it goes back to uh, our, our inexperience. Uh, our girls are going to acknowledge that, and we're going to address it uh, at practice Monday and uh, just keep trying to get better. Uh, it's um, we've got to we've got to stay encouraged, and as coaches, we have to stay encouraged. Even with ourselves, and we have to encourage the girls, and we keep trying to sell them on the fact that we are we are getting better, which we are, and uh, to give them hope. Without hope, we don't have much encouragement. You mentioned expectations a moment ago. What are your expectations for this team, for this program? This season, we would like to compete um, at the end of the year, obviously. We uh, have a very, very stout district that we've got to play in that uh, it's going to be hard, but uh, we'd like to compete in our district at the end of the year. Uh, tournament time, we, we would like to maybe upset someone, but uh, the, the real thing, and not writing off this season or anything, but playing so many freshmen and sophomores, the future is very bright. How does that also help build a culture there? And what do you, uh, what do you want Monterey girls basketball to be? What do you want the culture to be? What do you want people to think of when they think Monterey girls basketball? Fundamentally sound and hard workers, and that's our goal. And what we're going to be doing moving forward is I've already told you in the last last show we're, we're going down into the eighth grade and talking to the girls building those relationships we'll be able to get them in the gym pretty soon and uh, hope uh, hope to, to just build upon that get the community a little more excited there's a little tin of excitement about girls basketball right now would like to continue to build that give the people something they want to come out and, and pay to see see us play for those listening who may not quite understand, how important is it to get into the eighth grade and, and get in front of these girls and get them in a gym? Because uh, you look at a lot of other programs across the UC, and and that's what it is. These girls have been playing together since the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, so they get to high school and and they're able to to kind of integrate very quickly and easily. Yeah, that's um, one of the downfalls at Monterey that's that's being corrected. And it's not only being corrected by myself, but Coach Wayne Brown at the 7th and 8th grade. He uh, is, will do a fall or winter league, city league, which they do not have up there. They've had the last couple of years. So we'll begin to see those players coming up that uh, where before, when they get to the 7th grade, they'd never played before. Now they're getting third, fourth graders in the gym in the winter, 
and and doing that and coach brown's doing a really good job with that program so we're going to start seeing things it's not immediately but we're going to start seeing things where does this team get better what's the next step for monterey girls basketball to start coming out maybe on the winning end of games like last night that are really close back and forth for four quarters all right so each game we've had a failure one failure one night we had a we couldn't hit free throws one night we turned the ball over too much. One night we couldn't uh, sh- shoot a layup. So each night, one night we couldn't rebound. So each night you go back to each game and there was one one area that we were not good at. And we come back and address those areas and, and we're getting better. Like I said, last night was the team, we put on the floor last night the team we want to put on the floor. We, we competed. Um, We'd stayed out of foul trouble. You know, Jaylee Johnson's just doing a tremendous job for us this year. Three triple doubles already this season, and she's just a freshman. So um, she stays in the game last night. We'd probably come out on the other end. What does it do for your team to have a talented freshman like that, somebody that you know could be a walking triple-double and, and do a little bit of everything? How does that help the rest of your team? Well, it gives – like I said, you got to have hope, and it gives us hope. It gives us hope for right now. gives us hope for the future. And that working goal to get better as the season goes, that working goal to get to the district play and district tournaments, That to know that you have a, a player like that in your program that you can depend on, and the other girls will look up to that, even though she is a freshman. <laughs> they, they will look up to that and um, – have a lot of confidence in that. We had enough girls still on the floor last night when she fouled out to have won the game, but she, when she walked off the floor, confidence. Absolutely. Head coach, Randall Phillips, Monterey, uh, Lady Wildcats basketball coach. Before we let you go, I want to give you a chance uh, to just, you know, tell everyone, you know, about you, how'd you get to Monterey, uh, and what can they expect going forward from a Coach Phillips coached Monterey girls basketball team? Well, I came from Allgood Middle School, and uh, I had uh, wanted this job for for a couple of years, and I talked to the athletic director a few times about it. So it came open this year, and um, went through the interview interview process, and uh, felt very confident in getting it, and, and did, and, and we're very excited about that, and. Um, got to hire my son as the assistant coach, which was very, very important because I'm a little bit gray-haired and bald. <laughs> he, he communicates well with the, with the girls and stuff, and uh, he was a tremendous basketball player, has a lot of basketball knowledge. So we just want to build our program. We want to get the, like I said, what Coach Brown's doing with the younger girls. We want to be a tough team. We want to be fundamentally sound. And we want to be able to to do the simple things. And right now, the little simple things are keeping us from some of our victories. All right, head coach Randall Phillips. Coach Phillips, I appreciate it. I'm excited to catch up, hopefully, with some of your players and your son uh, here in our next segment. But for right now, thank you so much uh, for coming down and joining us. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And we are live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Come down and say hello. I'm Colin Castleberry. Next to the podium, your coach. Talking your team. This is the High School Playbook. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Back on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. We are live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive and extremely excited. We were joined by head coach Randall Phillips, Monterey Girls Basketball, and now we get to be joined by three of his players and his assistant coach, uh, his son, joining us as well. Carly Wright, Jay Lee Johnson, Kelsey Flanagan, and Tucker Phillips joining us on the program. Uh, Carly, we'll start with you, and we'll just kind of work our way down the line here. But uh, just first and foremost, obviously, Coach Phillips, his first year there at Monterey, what's it like playing for Coach Phillips? Um, it's a lot different than last year. Coach Phillips, he takes lots of things very seriously. And it's just, I feel like it's just better overall. Is it something, before we work our way down the line, is that something you enjoy? Are you, are you happy that he seems to, to be a lot more serious about it all? Yes, very much indeed. <laughs> uh, Jay Lee, same, what's it like for you uh, playing for Coach Phillips? Well, it's, it's fun, I will say that. 
Um, he's a very funny guy, and I mean, he tries his best to make us all the best players we can be. So, how do you feel like he's already made you a better player in these first couple of months? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. He's helped me a lot learning because where I'm a freshman, I mean, he's helped me learn a lot more about the speed of the game more on how to become a better person on the court and off the court. So, Absolutely. Kelsey, uh, what for you is it like playing for Coach Phillips? At times it's very hardcore, but also there's times where he um, cracks jokes. <laughs> he's always like, or he's like close with us, and I feel like that makes us better as a team. And um, <clears throat> compared to last year, I love it. I have more confidence because of him. So, so you not unlike Carly, you're, you're really happy – that Coach Phillips kind of seems to be more invested. He takes things seriously, and he, and he wants to be there and with you guys. Yes, I love that. <laughs> All right, we'll go to Tucker. Uh, Tucker, obviously, I, I assume on some level I could probably ask you what it's like playing for your dad, but I'm much more interested in what's it like coaching with your dad. Um, coaching with him, I definitely think we probably uh, can get away with arguing a little bit more with each other than other head coaches and their assistants maybe because, I mean, he is my dad, so – we definitely don't always, I mean, agree on everything, but that, I think that makes it good because we can, you know, we're both right in our own ways sometimes and kind of come together and, and make it work for everybody. He pointed out uh, when we were talking to him that it's it's a real benefit having you because he says, you know, I'm balding and I'm, I'm getting gray-haired. Uh, so what what is that kind of that generational gap like uh, for you as well, you know, in terms of basketball and the way it's played? Yeah, um... I like to think like I'm their advocate. I feel like I'm the in between between them and him since he's got so old on us. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm their spokesperson, and um, I don't know. I just kind of I kind of try to help him understand their ways now, and I try to stop them from doing things that I know are going to get them in trouble before they do it with him. Do you, is that a role you enjoy, kind of playing middleman and, and advocate between the two of them? Yeah, it's a good time. Honestly, it's. Uh, it's only it's only bad if I don't get to them in time, you know. <laughs> and they already and they already let the slip up happen, but it's a good time. That is absolutely fair. We'll go back to Jay Lee. Uh, Jay Lee, you mentioned it, right? A, a freshman here on this ball club, but obviously playing a pretty major role. Uh, what has that been like uh, as a freshman, kind of stepping in and immediately ending up on the floor and taking a big big role? Well, you know, at first I was a little nervous because. Go up to same time, but I don't know. My teammates have just been there for me to encourage me, and Tucker and Randall both have helped me kind of overcome that where I was a little nervous at first. So, you've obviously also had some success out there on the floor. I think Coach uh, said like th- what, three triple doubles or something like triple that. Doubles, yeah. Yeah, that you've been able to walk away. Where, where do you find that consistency? across the board not just scoring not just you know rebounds or assists where do you kind of find your your success across the board well I mean me and Kelsey we get out there and I mean it's like we can read each other's mind out there I mean I don't know it's just I don't know honestly um but I mean we have a lot of plays for me and Carly to both get some backdoor cuts and all that and I feel like that works can we catch our defense off guard and I mean we just do our thing so Kelsey I see you nodding your head up and down you seem to be in agreement are you having a lot of fun playing with uh, with Jay Lee and, and the ability to kind of uh, move the ball around yeah it's like we this is our first year playing together and we didn't practice that much over the summer but um it's like we've been playing together for years and I can just know that I can pass the ball to her and count on her to score if we need it Carly, we'll come to you. She mentioned, you know, you guys get a lot of opportunities here to, to get those backdoor cuts. How much fun has it been for you this year playing with not just Jay Lee, but uh, obviously Kelsey as well, and they're able to find you on those backdoor cuts, get you some easy buckets? Um, it's a lot of fun because uh, I feel like all of us know each other really well, and we can all count on each other to score and just play. All right, final question. We'll work our way down the line. We'll start with Carly and go, uh, I guess, what is it, to my left or my right directions, folks. It's not what I signed up for. Carly, uh, what does Monterey mean to you? What makes that school special and this program special in your mind? 
Um, Monterey is just special for me because my sister went there and I now have her number and I just want to, I don't know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a fan of the school and the playing basketball with my friends, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Jay Lee, obviously you're just a freshman, but in these first couple months, uh, you know, what's made Monterey special? What have you really enjoyed about being a Lady Wildcat? I mean, all of it. It's all really fun, mainly just getting to know everybody up there, especially my teammates. Um, we've done a lot of fun things over the summer and over time period we've been playing together. And I don't know, it's just been really fun. So, Kelsey? For you, what makes Monterey special? What do you love about being a Lady Wildcat? Um, so I moved from Cookville High School my junior year, and as soon as I got here, I felt welcomed. And obviously those seniors have left, but ever since I came here, I've played a different level of basketball. I got my confidence back. I love my coaches. I love my teammates. I love everything about it. All right, final question. We'll hit Tucker up. Tucker, obviously, uh, you come with your dad as, as a part of the job. He gets the job. He brings you on as his assistant coach. How excited are you uh, for this opportunity, and what does it mean to you to, to be at Monterey with your dad coaching him up? Uh, I'm super happy to be here. I love being around a competitive environment again, getting those uh, competitive juices flowing every day. Um, and being at Monterey, I mean, Monterey is my home. I went to high school there, played there, basketball and baseball. So I'm so happy to be there. It's my it's my favorite place. It's my home. And uh, I love being up there and uh, competing and trying to make these girls better. Tucker Phillips, Kelsey Flanagan, Jaylee Johnson, Carly Wright joining us here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Your front row seat to every game around UC Sports Nation. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, our final segment here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. So if you haven't come down, come down and say hello. We'd love to see you uh, quickly before we end the program. But... Uh, right now, it's been a tough week for the Panthers of Stone Memorial. After a red-hot start, they've lost back-to-back games, albeit to Knox Webb and Fulton, who is the reigning 3A state champion. But head coach Neil Caps joins us now. Coach, just what hasn't gone your way these last two ball games against two very good opponents? Well, it, it was a good week for us. Um, I mean, I know the losses doesn't indicate that, but it was a good week for us because we learned a lot about ourselves. We, you know, they whenever you play really, really good teams like that right there, they reveal a lot of your flaws um, and uh, uh, they reveal the things you need to work on and get better at. We defensively, we were not ready for, on Monday for that level of execution from Knox Webb. Uh, they're one of the best coach teams in, in Tennessee and uh, with Coach Norris. And uh, they just they shoot it well. They defend well. Uh, but their execution, offensive execution, was on a different level. And, and you know, we, we, uh, we just were not ready for that level of offense that we saw. And going back and watching the film the next day, I showed the kids how many mistakes we had. I mean, it was, it was really bad. And we only lost by seven, you know, or excuse me, eight. And um, uh, so we had a really good week of practice, um, but I tried to let the kids know that you can have one good week of practice. That doesn't mean that everything's going to be fixed. And then, uh, you know, last night happened, which revealed that that, uh, that Fulton made me a profit with that. And, uh, and I, so I knew that they really, they, they executed it uh, even better. And they defended better, and they uh, they didn't miss a shot. So uh, it, it was a good week for us to really reveal to us what, what we need to work on, what we need to get better at before January gets here. What are the things that you have to improve, have to get better at? You've obviously got a veteran team in, in some places that uh, I believe will respond, but what are the things that you have got to get better at? We got to get better defensively first and foremost. We got to, which we are, we're improving day to day. It's not, it's not a quick fix. It's something that takes uh, a long time. But defensively, our defensive rotations and defensive responsibilities, um, offensive execution. Uh, uh, you know, 
getting guys, getting other guys looks, uh, getting great looks for us, and you know, not settling all the time for the three or a contested three. And that just comes with time. We also got well, something that got revealed to us last night. We better be able to handle pressure. Uh, you know, uh, it was a level of pressure last night that some of our guys hadn't seen. And you know, everything's done as a team, and people grow at different different paces, different times. And uh, but uh, there's there's several things like I said I would say that we got to get better defensively, we got to get better offensively, and I know that's kind of a stock answer, but we uh, we got to get uh, you know defense, offense, and and then handling handling pressure, take care of the ball. You know, of course, Fulton makes a lot of people look bad. You know, I, I don't want to try to over-exaggerate or over-analyze it after one game of playing Knox Fulton. Um, we're, uh, you know, we, we've had some early success this year, but uh, that really revealed to us just how much further we have to go if we want to get to where we'd like to go. Yeah, you started to allude to it there, and it's certainly something you see high-level teams and high-level coaches uh, struggle with. How do you look at this week and not overanalyze close, solid losses to extremely good programs, but also make sure that, obviously, you use that as that's the standard, right? We want to be a Webb. We want to be a Fulton. So we got to get to that level. Well, it, the, I guess the toughest thing is, is that it, I understand how long it takes to get a program to that point, and it takes a lot of years and uh, the big thing, uh, the thing that builds uh, confidence in a kid is experience. A lot of experience. The only way to get experience is to get out there and play. And it, it, you know, teams like Fulton, teams like Webb, they they've been at it since they was eight years old. Uh, we got some guys that that uh, that are just really coming into those roles right now as juniors or seniors getting to play. Uh, those big minutes, and it, it's not something that la- uh, t- takes real quick. You know, the the pace of the game, the physicality of the game, it's something you have to you have to experience uh, for uh, quite a while to really get the confidence in it. And uh, it's it, like I said, it's going to take us a while to really uh, find those things and get comfortable. I, I told the guys after the game last night, I feel that uh, you know we were we were having to think about what we were going to do next. Uh, Fulton was just reacting, you know, because they had they had been in those moments, they had that experience, and um, they they were just the more comfortable team, and that's where we're hoping to get to is to become the more comfortable team in those situations, and it just comes through experience. Um, yeah, we we you know we stumbled, had a had a really good week. We got an Anderson County team tonight who's not going to make it any easier on us. Um, you know, and I told our guys this is this week this this be a tough four game stretch. You know, with Cooper coming up on Monday, uh, this this could be we could go zero and four, but you know we can learn a lot about who we are, and and it makes you better when you get things revealed to you. So, Coach, you should probably just do my job. You should take my job from me. You know exactly where I'm going to go next. It does <laughs> not get easier, right? You turn around, you play an Anderson County team that. Uh, is is a it's, that's a big school with a lot of talent to pull from, and certainly it's going to be there on the floor. And then uh, Cookville, honestly, this year has probably looked as good as they've looked in in recent memory on the boys' side. How do you kind of turn around and prepare for those two on you know today and then on Monday? Not a ton of time to to come off that Fulton loss and get a good week of practice in. Well. Anderson County, you know, they haven't lost a game since they got their football players back. Uh, so they're 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 going to get up and try to pressure us. They're they're a really good team that you know that that's physical and big, uh, uh, and they're not going to they're not going to have any sympathy for us. They played last night as well, so they're going to have some tired legs. Uh, this is just going to be this, we just got to go play basketball. We got to clean up some of the things from yesterday. Uh, we got to continue to improve on things we've already proved with. Smith previously mentioned uh so and i told the guys last night i said it's not every day that you get uh you know you take such a bad loss normally you have to chew on it for a day or two but we get to turn around really quick you know we got to be at the gym talking about anderson county at 9 45 this morning so you know it's it's a pretty good deal that we don't have to sit here and think about it for three days we get to go try to do something about it uh and and you're right 
uh, Cook, well, I went and watched them play at Yorks the other night, and uh, they're, you know, Coach Hurd does a fantastic job with them. He has for a long time. Uh, we've been playing uh, against them when Coach Hurd was even in middle school, and his sons were playing with him in middle school, and my son was playing. We, we've been playing and competing against each other for a long time, and they are. They're playing really, really good basketball right now. Uh, their only loss is to the to Knox Webb as well, but uh, they're going to be a handful on Monday, especially at their place. So, but again, uh, uh, we're very thankful for the opportunities that this week has has, has given us because now um, I just I just told the kids it, I tell other people it's very easy to to coach after a tough loss like this because kids kids know that wow you know yeah there's some coaching mistakes but there's also player mistakes. And they're they're real uh, malleable and real coachable after after losses like this because they you know they want to be better kids want to be better they want to learn they want to see how they can improve so uh, it's it's way easier coaching and uh, after after tough stretches like this because people want to get better people want to improve and that's what we did that's what we set these games up for to really challenge us um, and make us better. Head coach Neil Capstone, Memorial Panthers. Uh, after suffering losses to Knox Webb and Fulton this week, you heard him actually uh, pretty encouraged, knew this was going to be a tough four-game stretch. And uh, I'll let you guys in on a bit of a secret. I, I, I mentioned to Coach Caps uh, when we uh, were able to speak earlier in the week about how uh, this is the kind of stretch where you go 0-4 right now, but you end up uh, playing in a sub-state game or making it to the Murphy Center because of a four-game stretch like this where you went 0-4 and learned from your mistakes, understood where you needed to grow. So certainly he is highly encouraged. They'll take on Anderson County today. They'll take on uh, Cookville at their place. Coming up next week should be some very, very good uh, high-level basketball being played there, and we're excited about it. Let's do a quick rundown of your scores one more time. We'll start with girl scores. Upperman has gone 2-0 and down in Orlando at KSA Tournament Stone Memorial, a 59-44 win over Oak Ridge in the five-star Preps Classic. Midway defeats Monterey 50-43. Jackson over Trousdale 40-39. White County defeating Van Buren 83-58. Cumberland County 50-43 defeating Clark Range. Cookville a 20-point win, 56-36 over Oakland. DeKalb falling to Cannon County 61-46. And Franklin County a winner over Warren 58-49. Boy scores go like this. Upperman went 1-1 down in Orlando at the KSA tournaments. Just got done hearing from Neil Capstone Memorial, obviously falling to reigning 3A state champ Fulton, 73-39. Monterey, a 66-54 win over Midway, avenging their girls' loss. Jackson completes a sweep of Trousdale, 62-54. White County, a sweep of Van Buren, 60-41. And Cookville sweeping Oakland with a 57-43 boys win. York falls to PJ, 286-67. That'll wrap it up on the scoreboard. Here on the High School Playbook, I'm Colin Castleberry. Thank you so much to all of you guys for listening. We've been live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, and the High School Playbook is built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Add space to your home, protect your cars and boats, a new workshop or she shed. Mountain Barn Builders will build it mountain strong. MountainBarnBuilders.com. The prep conversation continues all week, including today's show on demand. UCSportsNation.com. Well, I think um, the biggest thing, obviously, is anytime you go down to Clark Range, it's going to be a hard game, and obviously Lamar... Uh, Lamar knows what he's doing, so, um, you know, you also have to kind of deal with how he adjusts and what he does with his girls, and and I thought Clark Range played really well last night, and they played really hard, um, and so all those things um, make a big difference. Um, we were overcoming some adversity ourselves, you know, we were missing uh, one of our starters, um, and so we just had to have a, a number of different kids step up. What do you love about your team in that you can put other people on the floor, you have a starter unavailable, and 
it's that next man up, that next woman up mentality uh, of their ability to step out there and and not I don't want to say not lose a beat, but but certainly still mm-hmm. uh, perform to the Lady Jet standard. Well, you know we we've talked about this for since the day I started coaching. Um, you're going to have people missing. You're going to have people sick. Kids get injured. Things happen, and so if you're not developing your players, then um, you know, for, for that very scenario, then, then you're really hurting your own self. And so we really try to get kids as much experience as we can. Um, you know, kids have to see how um, practice translates into a game. And so we don't wait for the adversity to uh, arrive. You know, we're constantly preparing for it. And so um, we just get kids as much experience as possible along the way and not just in practice, but any time a game lends itself to it. And so um, we've been waiting for this day for a while, you know, and um, it, it came against Clark Range, and we had three or four kids ready, and we talked to them all week about it, and um, they really did a great job. Aslan Welch was a really big difference maker in the fourth quarter. She ended up scoring eight points. Um, I'm not sure she's scored four points all year, but she scored eight huge buckets or eight huge points in that fourth quarter, and I believe that was the real difference maker. Uh, Cadence Wilson helped us. She didn't miss a beat. Carly Turner. So I'm really proud of those kids for embracing that opportunity. You obviously, uh, unless one of them was one of the ones that was out, you uh, you start two freshmen, then you have girls having to step into new roles uh, and step up to the plate, and they're doing that in an environment like Clark Range, a very mm-hmm. difficult environment where the fans are on top of you, everything is is larger in that everything is so much tighter and smaller in that gym. Uh, what mm-hmm. does that do for your team? What does that do for your young team uh, to be able mm-hmm. to go into an environment like that and respond? Well, I think it gives them confidence, obviously. You know, confidence is such a big part of um sports not just basketball but sports and and people can't give you confidence you have to to have confidence within your own self and um any type of adversity allows you to gain confidence not just in sports but um in life and so um for those kids that um stepped up and helped us they were sophomores and freshmen and obviously on top of that we already have a very young lineup and so um it just validated their toughness um we talk about being tough we've had games that we've simply just won on toughness this is a really tough group of girls um, mentally physically and i think for some of them who really helped us last night it validated that to them to say hey i i can do this if coach needs me i can help well, you guys have uh, several pretty good games coming up before you turn the corner and head into district play. What do you need to continue to see from your team as uh, you know opponents like Kingston and Nashville Christian await on the remainder of the schedule prior to January? Yes, we have a, a tough um, week coming up. Obviously, we have Kingston Kingston on Tuesday, um, and that's going to be a tough game. And we don't. You know, we don't always play people in that Eastern time zone, if you will, you know, and so it's all, it's always hard to arrange games with, with those guys. And Kingston is going to be really good. Um, they've done a nice job of um, putting together their, their team over the last couple of years, and they continue to improve, and they're going to be really tough. Um, and so that's going to be a big challenge for us um, because you want to go into um, post-Christmas uh, uh, day tournaments, feeling really good, feeling really confident. Um, Gordonsville tournament's going to be tough. We open up with, um, obviously, the the Nashville team. And those are just further challenges that we're going to have to um, to deal with um, in preparation for district. 